you could think of one overarching theme from our readings today, it would be that of urgency. Whether that message is communicated by Jonah, by Paul, or by Christ, the common thread is that there is an urgency to hearing and listening to the gospel message. There is an urgency to conversion and an urgency to repentance. I think this is a message that all of us need to hear. Because if we look in the mirror, we have to be honest and realize that every one of us has patterns of sin in our lives. And so every one of us would at times in our life be worthy of a visit from Jonah to jolt us, to sort of scare us straight. Every one of us would at times need St. Paul to remind us that the time is running out. And every one of us at times would need Jesus to implore us to repent and to believe in the gospel. However, taking this idea of urgency, we also have to remember that there's sort of another side of the coin to all of it. We also know that our Lord is patient with us in our feebleness. He exhibits tremendous patience in our frailty. After all, our responsorial psalm expounded at length about how merciful God is to us, how tender his love is for us, and how compassionate and kind he can be. And we know that the church itself is full of stories of late-in-life conversions, even deathbed baptisms, and the like. And we hear all throughout Scripture that God is slow to anger and rich in kindness. So how do we approach these two twin realities in proper balance, urgency and patience? How do we approach them? How do we reconcile these two things? Well, the urgency, brothers and sisters, should apply to our desire to be free from the clutches of sin. When we find ourselves having fallen into sin, we have to turn around and get out of the situation. Again, just like Nineveh, they heard the message and immediately reversed course, turned around, and stopped sinning. You could also even look at the story of the prodigal son. Once that son realized how far he had gotten from the father, how he was living with the swine, he realized that he he wanted better and resolved in that moment to leave. That is the urgency that Christ speaks of in our gospel when he is preaching, repent for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. It's also the same urgency again that Jonah imparted to the Ninevites. The resolve to stop sinning, to stop moving in that direction. Sort of like that scene from Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. Turn around, you're going the wrong way. At the very least, we have to stop going down the wrong path. That is the urgency we need. If there's something in our lives that is causing us to sin, it's at the very least time to get rid of it or go to confession. Jonah needed to get the Ninevites to stop sinning or else they were going to be destroyed. You can't get more urgent than that. However, brothers and sisters, we know that conversion is more than just simply not sinning. It's so much more than that. You can stop the car from going the wrong way, but if you, once you stop, you realize you've been going the wrong way for a while, and there's a farther journey that you still have to get to where you wanted to go. Again, you can use the example of the prodigal son. 
even after resolving to no longer sin and no longer live with the swine, he had a long journey to get back to the Father. And although the story in our first reading doesn't really recount it, and even Scripture doesn't follow up, if you will, with the Ninevites, I have to think that even after they had resolved to stop sinning, there would be some stops and starts on that way back toward wholeness and holiness for them. It's a process. And it's the same with the spiritual life. We might be able to stop the bleeding and turn around very quickly, and that is good. But after that, we face a seemingly daunting process of acquiring virtue to complete the process of conversion that we have begun. So you could say we need urgency to begin the process of conversion, urgency to turn away from sin, but patience in the process of growth in holiness and virtue. This is all a process, brothers and sisters. It doesn't happen overnight, and I think that's where the patience comes in for us. Because when we have made that first step in saying, I no longer want to sin anymore in this particular way, we've really only done half of what we need to do. The longer and arguably more difficult process is the process by which we are freed from that sin. And I'm not talking about just going to confession. Again, that removes the guilt and removes the punishment. But freedom from sin means we no longer desire it. We no longer desire it. Its temptations no longer allure us. That is the hard part of conversion, brothers and sisters. Developing the good habits to counteract the vices that we have been trying to avoid. It's about changing the heart and changing our desires. This is a process. Anyone who's ever tried to do this, especially anyone who's ever struggled with any addiction, can tell you that it is not easy and that it takes a little while. It's especially difficult for us when we're trying to get past maybe seemingly one of our favorite sins. Everyone has a few. The sins that we might be more prone to, the ones that we come back to often, these are the hardest for us to eradicate. God, as we know, has patience with us on that journey back to freedom, but we also have to be patient with ourselves. We often want instant gratification, instant results, and yet it's a marathon rather than a sprint. So these two realities, I think, go very beautifully hand in hand. Healthy urgency and healthy patience. We can and we should do both, brothers and sisters. There's a beautiful saying that virtue is the mean between two extremes. Virtue is found in the mean. We don't want to be so urgent that we become scrupulous on one hand, thinking that everything is a sin and thinking that falling into sin is an existential crisis. That's not what we want. But we cannot be too patient that we presume God's mercy and think, oh, God is merciful. I have plenty of time for conversion. I'll, I'll go to confession later. We don't want those extremes. Virtue is found in the mean. We must balance the urgency that is required for the gospel with patience and have a healthy amount of both. Brothers and sisters, let us heed the message of our readings today. To have an urgency in our lives for repentance, to turn away from sin, for the kingdom of God is truly at hand. Also knowing that God is patient with us as we work toward full freedom. 
And may all of us see in our own lives the need for conversion of heart and begin the process that hopefully ends our captivity to sin and culminates with holiness and sanctity.